Boom. We're recording. We are Look recording. Look at that. We got uh, audio. We got audio. We're ready to go. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to On the DLO. This is a very special podcast. I warned you guys that I would be bringing in special guests of mine that I feel will really add some amazing value to people's lives. And today we have a very good friend of mine, and also um, he helps me, uh, let's just say personally and professionally. His name is Al Fuentes. Thank you very much. Oh my God, that's so magical the way I say that. So, anyways, um, <laughs> Al is see. I have now. I have buttons, people, which is going to be absolutely scary. amazing yeah. for uh, for for this going forward. I just don't know which button is which. So, if a sound does not match the <laughs> multitude of what we're talking about here, then um, it's my fault. So, Al, um, he got started in 1994. Does that sound about right in in your uh, in, in your speaking career? Yeah, actually, yeah. it is right. In in front of what 300 kids in a gym? Is mm-hmm. that that's how it all started? So, so Al has been doing this for a while and Al works with athletes, movie stars, business owners, um, kids, troubled teens, musicians, law enforcement, military, you name it, Al Al works with it. And he works, uh, I, I guess, in the capacity of what we would call mental coaching. So explain to everybody that's listening, what, what, what is a mental coach? What, what do you do? Well, a lot of people may have different definitions, but mine is I'm a personal trainer for the brain. Mm-hmm. So if you had a personal trainer for the body and you'd say, hey, I want to get stronger, better abs, biceps bigger, and also I have a bum, bum knee and I need some help. They'd assess you. They'd figure out what kind of program to put you on, and then they'd write a workout for you. Yeah. And then you do the workout, you get stronger. Same thing with the brain. The brain can actually be exercised. And so with with my clients, I talk to them. I understand emotional constructs, mental constructs, programming, even their blind spots, their hitches, their glitches. And then at the end of a session, I do a visualization, a guided visualization. It's not some basic thing. It's very scientifically developed to assist them in rewriting their brain. Mm. And from the subconscious space, theta, delta frequencies, if you know what those are, uh, that part of the brain to rewrite your subconscious mind because that's where all the tapes and all the the perspective of what you see life as today comes from how you evolved as a kid and, and your relationship to the human world and then the influence of the human world on top of that. And so this kind of work rewrites that. That's that's a great definition. And you're right. Everybody may have a different definition when they just look at the word mental coaching. It's like, was this some who guru stuff or is it, but what you just said, I, and, and I wanted to talk about that. Like how different if at all is the body from, from the mind? Like when people work out their body, are they all kind of one in the same? Cause you got to utilize your mind to strengthen your body. Well, no, they're actually completely independent things. Yeah. The body itself truly can exist Unfortunately, there's plenty of cases out there, people in comas, uh, people who um, are brain dead, and the body still exists. And, and essentially, the body has its own infinite wisdom, has its own construct and consciousness to it. That's why you can breathe on your own, and, and you don't have to tell your blood to flow a certain place. And, mm. and a beautiful pregnant woman doesn't have to say, okay, today we're going to make the toes. You know, yeah. It all just happens in this greater space. And then the mind is this beautiful thing in its own construct. And there's a couple pieces to that. There's the front consciousness. There's the back consciousness of the mind. And then what, what I would call super consciousness. 
So if you can learn to separate these versus what most humans do is think it's all the same, like yeah. the body, mind, it's all the same. Um, the one thing that is similar is you can actually train the brain just like you train the body. That part you can do, but they are separate things. Yeah. Uh, do, do you find um, in the element of working with many different types of human beings that we are all the same but very much all different yeah, I mean, I kind of say to people, I said, it's because we're all different that we're all the same. Yeah. And um, we're the same beautiful humans trying to figure it out, yeah. struggling or lost or finding our soul, finding our greater truth, finding this greater connection. And some people are more aware of themselves, their connection. Some people have different styles to how they do this human world. And it could be anything from like, hey, I'm an avid skydiver to another person's like, oh, well, I'm an avid downhill skier. Or it could be like, hey, I chose to be homeless. Mm -hmm. Or another person would be like, hey, I chose to be a billionaire. It's amazing. All the differences, the one thing that is constant is every one of us have this humanness inside of us yeah. that we're trying to sort out and yeah. find balance with in this lifetime. What are what are some of the uh, commonalities between people that come to you um, with, I, I would have to assume a lot of times people come to you with, with issues. And so what are some of the most common issues that the average everyday, you know, person is just looking for answers on when it's, you know, contained within themselves, but they utilize you to help them kind of get it out? Yeah, it's the brain is running the show. Yeah. Like they're thinking too much. They can't change a programming. A lot of people come and know some of their things they want to fix. And if they could, they would, but they don't know how. So a lot of times when people come to me, it's just the brain and their, what I would call their human construct that they've uh, developed and, and programmed over time, over the course of a lifetime, plus then this collective human conscious thing out there is running the show. They wake up. Are you going to be happy today? Well, I don't know. What's the world saying? Mm -hmm. How does that dictate it? So uh, most people come to me feeling like they don't have control of their emotional, mental, even their physical space. And so that's pretty much what everyone is working on. And and a lot of people have, I would say, habits that they don't know how to break out of or they don't know how to create, say, new ones that might be healthy habits. And so when you look at the world that we're living in just today at this moment, oh, my God, stock market's crashing. Oh, my God, you know, all my crypto's gone, like, like all of these things. And um, I, I think people a lot of times will get on their phones and, and look at the news and, and do stuff and feel like they, they're out of control when they have no control over it other than they have the control over their mindset about it. Yeah. It gets a little tougher. I mean, listen, I've been at a place in my life where I didn't know how to pay my bills or uh, I, being a kid and, and get being on um, welfare and not knowing meals. And so you try to tell somebody who's who's really living it tough that, you know, hey, this is just all, a, you yeah. know, if you change your mind, this all gets easier it's really tough when people are looking for their next meal or they're homeless. Um, but it is, there is a lot of truth to that because the situations that we find ourselves in, it's something that if we can start the process of reframing our mind and just elevate our experience, internal experience mm -hmm. with what's in front of us, then we can start 
getting clarity, making better choices, even have understanding of how I got here in the first place, and then slowly chip away at shaping a new way of life for yourself. And then what happens is slowly your environment starts changing. Mm. And so it's tough because you tell somebody, hey, change your mind, and this is all so much better. Right. You know? Yeah, what you're thinking is bullshit, right? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> no, because what you're thinking is very normal yeah. because this human world is very tough, and us in this human world, it's it's a struggle. Yeah. But if you can not buy into the hype of the collective human consciousness, the pain, the struggle, the, mm-hmm. the you know, you have to grind kind of mindset. Right. Um, even like a suffering built character. These are all beautiful human constructs, but not ones you have to buy into. So when you start shifting and changing that, well, what does a new construct look like? And how can I live in that new construct? Yeah. And, and to kind of parlay off of that with people listening in, in today's, uh, the middle of, uh, the middle of June, 2022. And so, you know, we see, we see all these things in the human world, such as, you know, increased gas prices and, you know, fires in Flagstaff and just all these things that really us personally don't have any control over. So if you were to talk to people that are listening to this right now, like what would be free advice you can kind of give to them as they're seeing all this stuff? Oh, no, you, you can PayPal me for this. Like, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Um, you know, I, I have this conversation a lot. Yeah. Because between various things that are going on politically, various things going on, um, even in war and, and in some of the shootings, and then, of course, wildfires and gas prices and everything else. Ultimately, if you look historically over your lifetime, so the person listening, if you look historically over your lifetime, you've seen so many differences. You've seen people who uh, in your environment come and go, Mm -hmm. Uh, presidents come and go, sometimes Republicans, sometimes um, you have all these other things in your life. But the reality is, is that no matter who you have, if you're a Republican or you're a Democrat, if you're, if you're, if we're in war or not in war, if you're, none of these things have to dictate how you internally feel and how you show up in life. And we do, though. We we look at gas prices. We feel disempowered because we're worried or concerned and we're frustrated or it is taking more money out of our account. Mm -hmm. But the reality is, is these things that you can't control are the things we put our energy into and then that lowers our vibration and it lowers our our positivity, our, our, our frequency even. Versus going, okay, like, I can't control these things, but I can control how I deal with it, how I process it. Can I show up big? Can I then historically look over my life and go, well, I've, I've had lots of other things. Yeah. I got through them. Didn't know how at the time, but I, but I see now that I did. I've got this. It's all about energy, isn't it? And energy yeah. comes and flows and comes and ends and out. And I was talking about this with one of my trainers this morning, and I was just talking about how if you look back at your human self 20 years ago compared to where you're at now, it's a completely different cellular level of a, of a human being, mm-hmm. you know, in that aspect. And, I mean, that's beautiful advice. What, what's your PayPal? So people, <laughs> people know. <laughs> Let's see that. Oh, wrong one. But anyways, um, so no, I mean, that's, that's phenomenal. And, and, you know, it's, it's very relative to today and what's going on. Um, tell me about what it's like to, um, I'll use the word coach, but let's just say, um, 
talk, talk and help, you know, kids to, to, to teens? How is that different from adults? And, and, and why is it so important at like a young age for anybody that's kind of going through understanding what life's about to come, you know, talk to somebody that's a little bit different than, say, their parents? Uh, honestly, younger kids, it's it's even easier for the most part. Collectively, it's yeah. easier. If you had 10 kids, it's going to be an easier to work with them than 10 adults because they're still shaping their programming and they're still in this state of being connected to a greater truth. Because mm. when we're born as these beautiful babies, there's this just simple essence to us and, and we're connected to this greater truth because we can't you know, fix a light bulb and we can't change ourselves and we can't feed ourselves. So all we can do is be as a baby. Yeah. And then as we grow in life, we start building these constructs, even at a little age in, in, in innocently parents are like, is that your rubber ducky? My rubber ducky, like my blanket. And then we start to build these things with the human world, dependencies, um, disempowerment, but still over time, it, it takes quite a while for all that to become permanent. So the kids, and I've worked with three-year-olds all the way up until oh, wow. 18 is what I would consider a kid. They're really easy to work with because if you can introduce these constructs, like, you know what? That feels right to me, and this isn't mine yet. This old, this humanness isn't mine yet, so let me go back to this. Yeah. 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 Wow. That's very cool. Um, getting into Al and what his life looks like, and um, you know, I, obviously, I've been to your house. You've been my personal coach for years now. Um, you've also been my wife and, and, and my kids and all that. But I, I think for people listening, you know, um, and and if you see video of this, you can see what Al looks like. He's very very handsome. Um, <laughs> Uh, oh, that was perfect. That worked well. Um, but so that, but he's he's not like dressed up in, in robes with a big white beard and, and this and that. You, you would just almost bump into him at a vegan restaurant and be like, you know, oh, that's cool, just another dude. But you, there's so many intricacies to you, and I know so much like realms of uh, um, different things that you do in order to have the energy to be able to to help others. So, like, what is a typical morning for you? What do you what do you love? Mm. That's a great question. Waking up, it's it's just feeling like, uh, like honestly, I'm not someone who wakes up blissful or wakes up in yeah. this like life is magical. <laughs> let's go win the day. Uh, I was a really uh, dysfunctional human for a long time, which is how I got into this. Accidentally, was yeah. just trying to fix myself, and then it just became something that pe other people wanted to learn about. And then, 15 and a half years in this business now, it's just really what I do. Um, so I wake up and I have to right away start programming the mindset I want to have, the feelings I want to have, the lightness I want to have, because my humanness, which will never go away, deals with the, the fight, the grind, the heaviness of life. And it's small now. That, that voice of humanness is really small. Yeah. So it's easy to kind of get momentum. A lot of my mornings, oh, every morning starts with my, my supplements that, that feed me. And when I'm taking these supplements in, I'm feeling this life, this vitality, this mm -hmm. choice to love myself. So I'm starting to work on my love and my happiness by just taking my supplements. My shake, you've seen yeah. all the jars and everything, all these beautiful Mother Earth ingredients. I start taking that and that builds momentum. I'm like, all right, I'm like, I'm doing more to love and honor not only my physical body, right. but my, my, myself. Well, before you go on, I, I think with you, it's um, for the audience to kind of really understand, you're making a conscious effort to be like, 
these are the things that are giving me this love and you're actually talking to it and 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 giving it the energy and the love as opposed to just shoving a bunch of pills down your throat and mm-hmm. you know thinking this is something that I have to do it's something that you want to do in the effect of you know feeling the most amazing powerful person that you can for the day yeah it's really doing things that I meet uh, meet it where it's at yeah. so if it's going to be meditation I don't just expect the meditation to do something for me I know I have to meet the meditation where it's at I have to meet the supplements where they're at and to do that would be like okay like I'm not just going to go ah, blindly take these things okay here's what you are here's what I am here's what I want from this and now yeah. in, in my intention so and then sauna uh, is often a lot of mornings infrared sauna mm-hmm. <sighs> And then I just start rocking and rolling. And a lot of times my meditative state, I kind of save that because I'm in kind of a moving meditation in the morning. Yeah. Um, sometimes I will meditate first thing. But at, at this point of my, my uh, mental career, personal mental career, I like to do it right after a workout or especially sit in the pool, mm-hmm. you know, just after, after yeah. training outside in the heat at 110. You have an amazing pool for <laughs> just sitting there and looking at the mountains. Yeah. yeah I just get to stare at the mountains and, and, um, so I kind of save my deep meditation for, for like later in the day, but in the morning I'm definitely breathing, definitely getting into my meditative state while moving Yeah. so that I'm in this state of consciousness, um, in the state I observe my thoughts and observe the desire of my soul right. and, and I just kind of put it all together in a functional morning yeah. and then I'm right into sessions You're and ready to rock and, yeah. and, and meditation doesn't have to be like sitting there for an hour and just being silent meditation can be for you know people that want to just sit there for five minutes and just kind of collect their thoughts and I mean I tell people all the time like sometimes for me meditating is listening to you know hardcore Metallica and you know going for a mile run because my mind is just fixated on what's going on then and there and not you know all over the place sure Um, I would say that if you're not really well versed in moving meditation yeah and you haven't been, you don't have a large um, framework of, of meditation in your life in general. Right. I couldn't do how I do it now, even five years ago, let alone 10 years ago or 17 years ago when I started. Yeah. I had to sit quiet. I had to get connected. I had to really work on nothing else but trying to get control of this mind. Because what most people find is when they try to sit and get still, they start to realize how fast their thoughts are, mm. how tight their body is. And so when I initially started, I, I really wanted that time in the morning to slow everything down, disconnect the thoughts from my experience. They could still be there. They just weren't running the show. Yeah. And now after evolution, I, I've been able to kind of do it a little differently. But m- one of the things you made a comment to, which is really important, is even though I've had this really cool spiritual journey and I do all these really cool things on, uh, uh, privately on my own with my journey and, and work, and I'll even work with clients like your, yourself who are wanting to seek different spiritual experiences and paths. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, but honestly, the more I learn from this greater consciousness the universe this this greater way of being the simpler and the more it's about integrating in everyday human life Mm -hmm. it's not woo woo it's you know how are you breathing how are you showing up 
How are you making choices that honor you or make your life easier versus make your life harder? It's very practical, very functional. I come from a pragmatic place when I coach people, and you can't just lean on spirituality, but you also can't just lean on humanness. There's this beautiful uh, kind of weaving in of the two, and that's where I feel like, for me, the specialty is, being able to take this greater construct into play, but not from a woo-woo place and not making you feel like you have to then disconnect from humanity to exist in it. It's like, how can you integrate this greater consciousness into your everyday life? A cup of coffee, if you're an accountant, if you're an insurance person, if you're an athlete, whatever it is you do is irrelevant. It's how you integrate it, which matters. From a from a business perspective, as far as like people that you know run their own businesses and entrepreneurs, and I know you deal with the, like a lot of those and a lot of real estate agents and stuff like that. What what are some some key takeaways for them that are you know just running an everyday such a busy you know life that they feel like they don't have time for any of this sort of thing? Yeah, uh, what happens with people in general, but especially those people who are feel an entrepreneur who feels like if if they're not doing something, yeah. nothing's happening. Like I'm responsible for my own paycheck, so it's to speak. Me. <laughs> yeah. And so listen, your brain is going to be a part of your life. And here's the question I would ask any entrepreneur or any high level elite person. Do you want it to dictate how you experience mm. life or yeah. do you want to dictate to your brain? The brain's very powerful. But the problem is, is that if it runs too fast, if the RPMs are too high, mm-hmm then you're not in your sweet spot. The example I would say is like a Porsche. And, you know, Porsches operate at a very high RPM versus like a Toyota Corolla. And and so when a Porsche is at its its perfect idle state, uh, 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 when it's just driving down the road, four to 5,000 RPMs is exactly where a Porsche likes to run while it's driving down the road so it can hit its target. If If it needs to redline, from four to 5,000, it can do that. A Toyota going down the road is going <laughs> to idle at uh, or rev at like 2,000 yeah. you know, or even 15, 1,700. But when you're talking about an entrepreneur who has to be uh, performance-based and make sure everything's moving accordingly and responsible for everything, yeah. they got to be in that sweet spot. And so their fear is, is if they slow down, they're going to slow down their RPMs and they're not going to perform. That's a great analogy. And the, the reality is, is they're, they're redlining all day long. And I don't care how nice the car is, even a Bugatti, yeah. it cannot be, You're it can't live yeah. in the red line. So you have to back it down to that target. It's still going to be elite because it's not going to be everyone's normal RPMs. Right. But it's it's got to be it's got to drop down some so you have the ability to shift and go down gears or up gears depending on the moment and and so for a business person who isn't doing that and most aren't because right. they're not act- actively controlling the the RPMs of their mind or their thoughts then then you're missing out on the opportunity to actually perform better so slowing down to get the the RPMs in the right spot yeah will actually create greater performance than you just thinking you need to redline all day long. That's so beautifully said. That calls for a button. Oh, wait a minute. Wait. That is so beautifully said. I, I, I got to tell you, that <laughs> snippet right there <clears throat> will be great for, for people that are revving their RPMs too high to listen to. I absolutely love it. Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> let's talk about um, the fact that uh, do you hear all the time that people – 
are so hard on themselves for for making mistakes you know mm -hmm. like what what is a what is a common solution for somebody that is just keeps beating the shit out of themselves because they felt like they did something wrong as opposed to maybe taking that mistake and utilizing it as a learning experience yeah well there's two pieces to that um the judgment that we give to ourselves we actually believe is uh, the necessary fuel mm -hmm. to make us better ah. And so to, to get somebody to understand how to observe without judgment and then actually instead of using negative fuel, because that's what we would do, like, oh, I'm, I'm such a failure or I'm, I screwed up or I'm, I'm so stupid or whatever else, this negative fuel, it, it, it's defeating and also it, it, it doesn't actually motivate us or fuel us to actually evolve. Yeah. And if you shift that into an understanding and awareness perspective, then you're going to have a non-judgmental understanding, which gives you a much more 3D uh, view of what you did, how you showed up, so without beating yourself up, so that you can actually learn to evolve from it. But when you do that negative fuel thing, thinking that that's helping you get better, you're just your you, your mind gets tighter, it gets closed off more. Mm -hmm. You get very much like just language like I'm so stupid or I'm an idiot. I can't believe like how versus going, hey, that happened. Yeah, well, let me see all sides of it. You know, I'm not perfect. Right. I'm gonna right. accept myself. And then inherently, we start accepting other people as well. If you can learn to accept yourself more, and then effectively not only work with yourself to grow, but then work with somebody else who, you know, is acting as a human that you would think otherwise is being a jerk. Yeah, yeah. How, how, like, bringing perspective to you being a real person. Like, how, how many times do you feel like? you get caught up in the rigmarole of like, cause you and I were talking in front of the bathroom and you know, I had a situation yesterday where I wanted to just go off and you know, I got to <laughs> take a deep breath and calm be like, okay, I'm, you know, it's going to be fine. I'm going to get through this. But like, I know a lot of like, sometimes you, you talk about how, you know, even still when you drive and sometimes when people piss you off on the street, you have to, even you still have to collect yourself and acknowledge, you know, that it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Our humanness is so, deeply ingrained into this experience of us being alive and then the collective human consciousness is also so for anyone to get triggered i don't believe anyone's ever going to get more than 70 to 80 percent good at this stuff yeah that's the real truth and myself included and so yeah there are times i can get triggered by someone you know swerving into my lane or like that person's an idiot why would you do that like and what i keep doing is keep checking myself and keep letting go and, and, and just loving people where they're at. Mm -hmm. More importantly, though, I don't uh, hyper-focus on any little small trigger. Yeah. I just realize, hey, I have humanness just like everyone else. And I continue to just lighten it and let it go. Lighten and let go mm -hmm. of even your own choices that maybe aren't the highest vibrational or, or maybe don't create the greatest outcome. So something like judging somebody, it's a small thought. It fires in the brain. Yeah. It releases a chemical in your body. And that chemical in your body can actually impede uh, other firings. It, mm -hmm. could, it can make you sick. It can make muscles hurt and, and elbows ache. It, that's actually what negative uh, frequencies or vibrations that yeah. fire in the brain release chemicals. And if we build these chemicals over time, it creates a lot of disease for you us. Get sick, yeah. 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 Wow. So, so even that little thought I'm looking at going, okay. I got to clear that and then I have to counter it. 
and really let go and fire a frequency that releases, fire a frequency of my choosing versus what my humanness wants to do. And the more I keep countering my triggers with this other experience that I want to have, the less they come and the smaller when they do come, they are. That's beautifully said as well. That's really good advice for anybody listening for sure. Well, let's let's get into some of the other um, uh, woo-woo things that people would <laughs> consider woo-woo or whatever. And, and you know, I, me not included because I had uh, done a session with you last month, I believe, uh, and there was just this beautiful sunrise and um, um, what was the drink that you had made me? It was a a cacao, like a special cacao drink. Yeah, yeah. with Oh, with gold in it, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so good. Warmest is what it's technically called, but it is actual gold. Yeah, and you can see the the picture of me on Instagram sitting on on your porch and and the sun just coming up in my face. And, um, but that, you know, that being said, I wanted to get more into, you know, different aspects of my life and, and, um, uh, travels, you know, for lack of a better term, but, you know, we talk about astro travel, we talk about channeling, we talk about Reiki. What, what was it like, what part of your career was it that you started to want to get into these other things and knew that they would be of value to other, you know, human beings? Yeah. Well, actually Reiki was the first thing I ever did. Okay. Um, Again, this was never a career for me. I was a messed up individual um, in a lot of pain, not only physically, but emotionally, mentally. When I started on this journey, I had already been divorced three times or two times, working on my third. Um, and, And I was pretty lost in all categories, righteous, judgmental, arrogant, you name it. Yeah. But just in a really big human pain body, I would say. And then met this lady and she's like, Hey, you want to do Reiki? I'm like, sure. I don't know what it is, but I'm in. And and I started doing this Reiki practice. And for those who don't know what Reiki is, it's just life force energy. It's just, we all have energy that flows through us. And then there's this energy around us. And if you learn how to do a, a certain kind of breathing and a certain kind of connection, you can channel in a greater energy more than just yours that exists in your body and channel it not only through your body, but out through your body. And that's really what it is. And so, uh, that's, what I started with and just for my own healing and then there I had bought a book from the same lady that she was she was selling these books and one of in this book so every morning I'd get up and I'd do my Reiki practice and and energy which is doing energy on myself opening up and I'd read a chapter in this book and I do the exercise at the end and that was how I started down this road for myself wow and again, because I was so messed up in every category. And so that actually became a, a spiritual practice. And it was all designed because even the book wasn't like, like, you need to know these things. And this is what you need to, this is the truth. It's just like, hey, here's information. Take it. Do something with it. At the end of the chapter, there's an exercise. You make whatever truth mm-hmm. you want to make out of this. And that was the concept of the book. That's the concept of Reiki. You call it in. You make whatever truth you want. So right away, I wasn't being, I wasn't in this like personal development journey of like pulling Tony Robbins. I've never listened to him. Deepak Chopra, I know him obviously, but I've never heard any of his or read any of his stuff. And and so I just kind of like went on this personal journey within myself and with this energy work and it started opening everything else up and so two years fast forward two years my whole life changed i did a lot of things astral travel and channeling work channel writing um a lot of really cool things to just keep calling in this greater energy and so regardless of whatever the woo-woo thing is the simple concept and what and this is what is how i was able to do this business the simple concept was getting out of the front brain 
tapping into the back brain, tapping into something greater than you. Yeah. That was the foundation of every one of these kind of spiritual things that I was doing. And so when it came time to start this business, it was by people going, hey, what are you doing? How are you doing it? Because in two years it passed and I was completely different. And so I'm like, I, I don't know what to tell you because I <laughs> kind of said, hey, well, I do Reiki. And people are like, you're weird. I'm like, yeah. all right, well, that doesn't really work. And I was just, I kind of like closed my eyes at universe. What do you want? What, what, what am I supposed to do with this? Anything? Or should I just keep chucking loans? Because that's what I was doing at the time. Right. And so... <clears throat> I was like, that's when the universe is like, keep it simple, make it scientific, and just create a system that's measurable, repeatable, and tangible. So mm -hmm. when I started off, people call me a breath coach, they call me a mental coach, they call me lots of things, but I never showed up as spiritual. I just showed up as functional. Mm -hmm. I showed up as training the brain, exercising. And then, then what always was my personal path yeah. started coming out in my work and today it, it looks a lot different now it all bleeds together yeah. you know because when I had first gone to see you it was because I was just having issues in my head about business where I was going what to do employee you know all that sort of stuff and then um, as I got to know you more my true entity of other things that I wanted to do came out and you allowed that by just knowing when I saw you that that door was open. And mm -hmm. so it's very cool to be able to do that stuff. I highly suggest it, everybody. Um, no, this is awesome. I, I, I want to um, I want to be able to um, put things together like this for people to be able to hear. You have such a great perspective on things. And I think um, as things come up over time, um, you know, to have you on here and to be able to get it out to, you know, my audience, which is a combination of business people, the hospitality people, to all sorts of stuff. I mean, right now I'm working on a hospitality, you know, event where there's going to be sound healing. And I think it would be cool to have, you know, some input from somebody such as yourself and, 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 and me and doing things. And, and I think creating these communities where you have a traditionally um, abusive industry to, you know, to a human's uh, everyday physical, at least, and, and mental for that, so, you know, just a lot of alcohol and staying up late and drugs and all that. Um, I, I think to be able for us to create this community and, and, and help each other and help, you know, other people is, is an amazing thing at this point in our lives to be able to do, because as I was even describing this morning to um, my, my trainer, I was like, when I die, I don't want people to be like, you know what? He was a great insurance agent because nobody gives a shit. You know, it's mm -hmm. just like I want to be able to add more to, to life and to be able to know that like you are doing every day, day in, day out, you know, that we're opening the door to, um, you know, let people know that it's okay to talk to somebody. Yeah. You know? And, and you had mentioned, and this is all coming right now, which is really cool. You had mentioned before uh, I'd love to have you on, you know, every once in a while to kind of talk just current temperature yeah. of space and time. And so I could see a visual calling it called breaking views versus breaking news. Yeah. It would be from breaking news. So right now, if we were to do that today, you, you've got some of the shootings that have been happening. That's mm -hmm. been pretty crazy. There, there's still the war in the Ukraine, which, which has been going on. There's interest rates just went up again. Yeah. The, the market, crypto, these are all things right now. And so if we were to say, okay, what's the breaking view we can have based on what's going on? What's right going now? on now? Yeah, make it relative. Right. So what I would say today for anyone listening is first to sit and start to zoom out. 
because when we start really zooming in, we get hyper-focused, and that's not a great thing because right now what we're hyper-focusing on is fear, doubt, worry based on these things that are coming mm-hmm. at us. So we, get, we, we have to choose to zoom out. Okay, let's, let's zoom out. And if you want to use human data, which I, I do believe is very important, let's do that. So, okay, so where is the actual market at today based over the course of the last 10 years or 20 years? Okay, where, where are interest rates today based on the course of the last 10, 20 years? You would start to see just using human data, there's a better perspective. Yeah. Just with market and interest rates alone. And then you, you, you would look at, okay, like – there's these shootings going on. Is there ever been anything before? Remember the, the, the Waco thing? And then there's the, the Unabomber. I mean, there's so many things over time that have happened. Okay, this has all happened. None of it's great, right? Mm-hmm. When you look at it, none of it feels good. However, what, what was the greatest thing we could do? Be our best selves. What, collectively over time, there's a lot of bad things that have happened. This is one that will add to the history books. But what can I do now to best affect this Experience well, contribute to the high vibrational side, be positive, contribute to the positive side of life versus keep feeding the negative with fear, doubt, and worry. Okay, and then the third thing you go, okay, let's just zoom out myself personally. And what can I do today if I were to do something to improve myself in this experience? Mm -hmm. Well, business is slower. Let me get on the phones again. Yeah. I used to get on the phones. So if I look back 10 years ago, I was a phone guy. I would call people. I used to do lunches or dinners or whatever. Whatever it is for you, when you zoom out and you start to look at how you've handled past experiences, how you sh- showed up in those places, paces, spaces and places to, yeah. to, to, to be bigger, you can use your own self and your own history as a coach right. to, to support you today. So those would be three little things based on what's going on right now in our market. Wonderfully and, said. And, and that would be the breaking views. Yeah, I love it. And and we will. We, we will do that and put that together for sure. Um, before we before we leave and, and, and I have you tell everybody where, where to find you and, and, and other things, um, I have some really important questions for you. So um, <clears throat> crypto or lotto? Crypto. Um, pizza or Jamaican food? Pizza. Oh, that was the wrong one. Aliens or Bigfoot? Aliens. There we go. Vader or Obi-Wan? Obi. Run or bike? Bike. Ooh, mountain bike. Just it worked. Just, just declare. Okay. He's he's really quick on his answers. Most people like take so long. Um, silk or cotton? Cotton. <laughs> oh, and which one of my shirt? The bar restaurant one or the, the one with my spiky hair? Oh, if you, I want silk spiky hair spiky, shirt okay. if, if you've got that, <laughs> but cotton everything else. All right. You did very well in your question. Thank you. There is no wrong or right answer, but um, all, you, you picked all the answers I thought you would. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, okay, where – I don't know. Are you taking more clients? I was just having this conversation this morning. I'm, I'm – it's it's right there at that edge. Yeah. Um, You're taking the right ones. Maybe, but I'm still booked out over a month right now, okay. which is great. I'm very grateful. Yeah. I, I'm really good at holding a space for people and watching people use that space to shoot to the moon, you know, which is really cool, which means that, you know, I'm busy. Yeah. And, and I have other things that I'm doing, corporate stuff. That's projects. great. That's um, great. But uh, I'm always open to supporting people. Are there are there things online that you do or other aspects of things that you have out there that people can go to? 
I'm working on some of the online stuff, some classes, some group stuff. Okay. So that stuff is coming. But as far as just some free visualizations, I have those on my website, alfuentes.com. And there's a section called free content. You cool. don't even have to put an email address in. Find a visualization you like. Click the download button. You're good to go. Beautiful, beautiful. And you're active on Instagram, right? That's the Instagram's one. my main yeah. place that I kind of live, and that's uh, at the dot Al Fuentes. Cool. And I want to say hi to Nikki. Nikki is his beautiful counterpart. That is just such pure energy. Yeah, she's actually way more powerful than me, and I'm grateful yeah. to actually be in her presence every day. Yes, absolutely. I, I get that. Um, well, thank you for coming by. I hope everybody enjoyed this. We're going to, you know, like I said, we'll we'll do some breaking views. It'll be fun. And, uh, you know, the world's always ever-changing. We always need, um, I think, somebody definitely to talk to. And if we got somebody cool to listen to, that kind of helps on your way to work. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So again, this was obviously on the D-Lo because you guys, uh, you know, clicked on it. Um, please leave a five star if you get a chance. That would be amazing. And um, there's no sponsors, so I'm not going to tell you about all the, you know, different stuff. But if you do want to give me some money, I'll bring up your company <laughs> if it falls within my energy. But anyways, um, thank you all for listening. Appreciate y'all and uh, peace and love. Peace out. Peace.